Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Embarrassing beyond belief last night. Hey, welcome to the show. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. That was a doozy. There was a game where a team lost worse than this earlier in the season. That was the Dolphins-Denver Broncos game, 70-20. to Last night, what the Chargers did with a no-show, quitting on the field against the Raiders, Perloff, was even worse. Well, okay, that is true. But th- I was impressed that they tacked on 21 meaningless points and <laughs> yeah. hit all the overs on their offensive numbers. Uh, so That's it did actually, the funny thing is it, you actually walked away from that game. You're like, well, you know what? He's sick. Had a couple long touchdown pass, a couple <laughs> nice throws there at the end. So it could have been worse because I think if the Raiders wanted to win that game, 95 to nothing, yeah. like a, make it a historic game. Did you feel like they could have, they kind of took their foot off the gas? Well, when they ran a trick play, when they were already up 52, I was like, <laughs> well, they're really going for blood on this one. <laughs> I think um, their last two touchdowns were, were defensive. So they, they did slow down on offense a little bit. I mean, Aiden O'Connell, I'm a little disappointed they did. They could have gone Miami and hit 70 for sure. Yeah, and that would have been just, listen, it was all insult to injury, but here's what I want to say. You know, we can talk about the Raiders side of this um, and how meaningful that may have been or was a little fool's gold. We'll get to the Raiders part of this, but for the Chargers and to be on the bad end of this embarrassing loss, Perloff, I actually still believe in this Chargers roster. I mean, call me crazy, and they were awful last night, but they were awful because they are not inspired. They have nothing to play for. It's one, two, three, Cancun for this team. And with the right coach and a change of philosophy and culture, I think this team is still a sleeping giant. I'm not selling my stock on the Chargers at all. How many years you need to see this talented core of the Chargers let you down until you will sell that stock? What are we talking? Does it have to be six years, eight years, ten years? Uh, I'll get and back to is you. a new coach? Is it a new coach or a new medical staff? Because whoever comes in, you have to tell them up front. Listen, all these great players you have, they're not going to be there by week fourteen. So your ability to coach. Uh, third string guys is the key thing for the Chargers because you look at this roster and you see the stars, of course, but what makes you think Joey Bosa will ever be on the field when it counts? What makes you think that the offensive line will stay healthy? What makes you think that Keenan Allen's going to play into his 40s? I mean, they are old and injury prone. Okay. They have no depth. I'll give you that. And the guys have been hurt. But if you can actually put together a good draft, you could supplement some of this really high-priced talent where they brought in Khalil Mack and Sebastian Joseph Day and these guys who they paid quite a bit for, and that's how you do this thing, right? That's how really good teams do it. You don't use free agency to build the team. You use it to supplement the team, and you actually build your core through the draft. And guys just got old. Like, that that's not a crime to get old. 
you get old and it's unfortunate for the wide receivers, but you still have the ultimate weapon in Justin Herbert. Listen, yeah, I get on Justin Herbert because I'm like, win a game for goodness sakes. You know, you got the ball in your hands with two minutes left to go. Just go win a game once in a while. But like, let's be fair. He still is an elite talent. You yeah. see some of the quarterbacks around the league, like it's bleak at times, and you do have a Ferrari. He's just sitting in the garage. He does have a lot of fourth quarter comebacks, to be fair, because every single game the Chargers are in it. So yeah. he uh, he's one of those. He's like Matthew Stafford in Detroit. Everything is a fourth quarter comeback or a fourth quarter disappointment because the Chargers find a way to get into every game. Yeah, I, I just think that we're fooling ourselves. We see Khalil Mack is going to turn thirty three. We see Joey Bosa. We see Derwin James, the most talented safety in the league, is such a knucklehead, has so many bad penalties that kill the team. I mean, you name a talented player, there's a flaw, except for Justin Herbert. Austin Eckler is obviously at the end. Uh, the, the stars just, they can't, they, they're done. They, they're toast. They're finished. You saw it. What you saw last night, the core of that roster is rotten. Right. Okay. I can't disagree with you on a day when they're coming off a loss that was 63 to 21. However, I still think whenever... <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's a tough Fair. spot. I got Recent, my back the, against the ropes here. I'm fighting out of the corner. But. Recency bias. Yeah, but I think I think most people are in your camp. They look at Justin Herbert and they look at Joey Bosa and say, oh my God, this is a sleeping giant. Bring in Bill Belichick and we're going to win 14 games. And I just think that is the same Chargers mistake over and over and over again. Okay, but it's... Listen, I still think that the Chargers, even though they've found creative and inventive ways to lose over the years. <laughs> yeah, true. They, they, they were still a feared team. You know, there was still a team that was able, you didn't ultimately maximize on the talent because you didn't win a Super Bowl, yeah. but they were a team that was in it every year that was a threat, that was, you know, playing deep into the playoffs, at least divisional round, that one AFC championship oh, game. Oh, you talking about Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers. Old school, yeah. I'm saying, like, it's not, it's not like those teams that were yeah, we look back on it now because they never got it done and say, wow, what a waste. But to be honest, like they were in the playoff races year after year. They had talented rosters. Like, and now you you do have this Justin Herbert. You just you you must get rid of Staley. Like you well, have Well, that's to. that's happening, right? And it was to be honest, like this is a guy who from the from the first season he was hired, never really, I don't think, got the trust of the team. I think people wanted to, and you can bend over backwards and do all this gymnastics to make his version of analytics work, but he never even committed to that because then he came off of some of the aggressive play calling and that whole philosophy, and it was a team left without an identity. And that's the most important thing I think you need as a football team. You got to know who you are. Yeah. And they don't know. I I do agree with all that, but I also have you cannot ignore the injuries. I mean, who is Brandon Staley coaching by the end every year? Who's out there? Right. I mean, how many backups has that guy had to deal with? I, listen, he actually made the playoffs last year. We, yeah, what, what in was an, he in an epic? Yeah, disaster and then had of an game. <laughs> but it is you know that team is obviously talented enough to overcome Brandon Staley's yeah. shortcomings to some extent, and they almost made it the year before. Remember, they lost in yeah. the final game to the Raiders, which again was his fault. But again, who is on the field? I think they led the. They've been in the top three in IR minutes the last three seasons. So, and we know about their medical staff almost killed their quarterback. I know. <laughs> so I just think that that there's something really kind of rotten in this program. The other thing too is their receiving core. They drafted Quentin Johnson this year, but. Justin Herbert drops back. It takes these guys a, a year and a half to get down the field. It's one of the slowest receiving cores we've ever seen in the NFL. Mike Williams is great, but big possession guy. Keenan Allen's great. He is not a burner anymore. Yeah. Uh, so the, Quentin Johnson actually had a nice touchdown last night in garbage time, but he 
you know, he's supposed to save this. I just think the way their offense plays, it just feels slow. It is. That is like for the off season, you know, we can talk about how they can revamp this offense and this roster. Mm-hmm. I think they, you know, if, if it's not Belichick, go with an offensive coach. You know, Belichick would come in as like mm. the culture setter, you know, get some of these veterans. Maybe he's the guy who could actually has the resume and the gravitas to hold their feet to the fire to, you know, get the best mm. out of guys who are at the end of their career. He's got the, you know, the pelts on the wall, so to speak, that, you know, not Brandon Staley, who had never been a head coach before. And if you don't go the Belichick route or maybe the Jim Harbaugh route, then you're trying to get some kind of good offensive coordinator to at least fix that side of the ball. I think that's a great question. Do you go with the hot young offensive coordinator, the Sean McVay type, to try and maximize Justin Herbert's production? I would not go with the old school Bill Belichick guy because I think, listen, how do you gut... Justin Herbert even further, bring in Bill Belichick. I I think you need to get in uh, Ben Johnson or one of these young Lions coordinator, get in someone who's going to modernize the offense and have them flying around and take advantage of Justin Herbert. I do not want an old school guy. Totally disagree. You've got to bring in somebody who has the, again, the gravitas because you just said it. You think the roster's rotten to the core. If something is really rotten to the core, bringing in some hotshot offensive guy to kind of move around the pieces a little bit and score some touchdowns, that's not going to fix the underlying rottenness. You need somebody who goes in and not just puts like a Band-Aid over a bullet wound. Mm -hmm. You need someone to do a whole full demo re-renovation of, do I believe I can win? Because yeah. I don't know about Ben Johnson. He's got a great offense, but I, who knows if he's a good head coach. You bring in Harbaugh, you bring in Bill Belichick, all of a sudden people believe they can actually win. The guys on the team, that's where it starts with a belief. They don't have that now. They quit last night. God. It was insane. If I have to watch Josh McDaniels try and coach Justin Herbert, I'm going to actually get a GoFundMe. I'm going to get a GoFundMe to revolt as an NFL fan base. Do not do this to Justin Herbert. Give us somebody good. I do not give us Josh McDaniels. I mean, it's funny too because if they hired Belichick, they watched Josh McDaniels be terrible with the Raiders, and then they're going to bring him in to fix their quarterback. That would be the worst thing that could happen. Okay, but you're not just bringing in McDaniels, and we're talking about ways to fix the Chargers. You're not just bringing in McDaniels, like you know, to be the head coach. McDaniels minimized as the offensive coordinator is totally fine. Oh, not at all, not at all. You have to get less. Whatever the offenses that are good around, you, look at the Niners' offense. Look at what the Ravens are doing now. Get that with the Chargers. I do not want to see what I saw with the Raiders with McDaniels or what I see with the Patriots now. But at least, okay, if you're going to go old school, at least give me Jim Harbaugh. Do not give me Bill Belichick, please. Either one, and the Chargers would be lucky to have him. Lucky. Because I've never seen a Belichick team do that last night. I mean, it's rare that you see that ever in professional football or any professional sport. But, like, this was a team that it doesn't even make sense for them to tank. Like, you can't even try to lipstick on a pig this thing and be like, you know what, it was a good loss. No, they've got Herbert. They well, don't need night. that. They paid him. They got him. The Raiders actually probably would have benefited more from a, a loss for keeping it totally real because they are likely going to need a quarterback. Next well, year. yesterday was irrelevant because Easton Stick was playing quarterback. Right. They don't Whether they win or lose the rest of the season does not matter because Herbert's out. But I, I think that it is very deceiving. I just think that Charger, it looks good. It all looks good on the surface. 
I think Bill Belichick's second act, he's gonna we're gonna see like five and eleven, six and six and twelve, whatever how many games there are. Yeah. I do not think Bill Belichick he's gonna have a Vince Lombardi end, which is gonna be bad. I'm telling you right now, can't you see the disaster scenario? He goes to the Chargers. Yeah. There's high expectations because he has a great quarterback. Then he's gonna have to deal with a completely injured team because they're old and they're set up for injuries. And it's not gonna work. Okay. I'm telling you right now, that would not work for okay, the Chargers. Okay, but with a better coach like Bill Belichick. His defense right now, yeah. the, the offense is terrible, but the defense is still one of the best in the league, missing their top two players, Matt Judon and probably Christian Gonzalez, and he still finds a way to coach them up. Like, a better coach even is better when your team gets injured. Like, that's my whole thing. Yeah, you might not have yep. your top guys, but Belichick would at least be able to find ways around it. Other dudes step up, next man up doesn't yeah. mean, you know, like, isn't just a fantasy. That defense has also helped by the fact that you need six points to beat the Patriots, and people are aware of that, <laughs> and are just not even like putting the ball in the air. Oh, you're talking and about the when these Steelers they, punted? I, yeah, I, I would say the Patriots, too, might have the worst special teams in out of 32 teams in the league right now. So I'm not sure Belichick's on his A game right okay. now. They can barely get the punt and field goal unit through a game without a single disaster. So no. I do not think Belichick's hot right now. Okay, that is bad. The special teams is bad. But I'll take the 20 years, or I'm sorry, if you count him as a coordinator, the like 40 years of Belichick having good special teams over the one year that he has bad special teams. And I'll say this is probably a blip. I think this is probably the last anomaly. year was kind of bad too. Remember the uh, pitchy, pitchy doo doo? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, against the Raiders. <laughs> they, there was a bad. lot of, they, it started, the wheels started coming off of this team. But uh, if you're in LA with the Chargers, yeah. there are no fan, Chargers fans there, obviously. There's none in San Diego, there's none anywhere. You bring in Bill Belichick. You're looking around the state. You have Kyle Shanahan destroying it in San Francisco. You have Sean McVay being a genius in L.A. Yeah. And then you bring in Bill Belichick, Josh McDaniels, and Bill O'Brien. You're going to be like, what the heck? Why do we have to deal with this crew? No, I love it. I think this sets up. It's like the young guy versus the old guy. Oh. And, and and it's it's about, again, it's about a guy with Belichick's demeanor and resume who comes in and can get the most out of these old guys. Because, listen, all of these veteran dudes – I mean, maybe Cleo Mack tried for a little bit last night, but these dudes are were they are already in yeah. on vacation. Like yeah. that would never happen with Belichick. No, Khalil Mack actually was trying yeah, last night. Yeah, he was trying. He was That's what I'm guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Uh, can you offer the moon to get Shane Steichen back with Justin Herbert? How about that? That's who you need. Yeah, but he's. I why mean, Shane Steichen. Why would Indianapolis let him go? A, th- uh, uh, a coordinator in their thirties. I hate to say it, is the model right now. But Shane Steichen has turned Gardner Minshew into a Pro Bowl, not quite Pro Bowl. He's winning in Indianapolis. I think the Chargers ownership is going to look at that and say, God, we need that guy so bad. We need a breath of fresh air. We don't need a breath of Bill Belichick. It was the opposite of fresh air. Wait, you think that Belichick's got sneaky breath? No, I just think I... You Stale? think I, <laughs> Mothballs? Shane Sykin comes in Indianapolis. It's like all this positive energy overwhelms the entire facility. Bill Belichick comes in. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> that, 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 that could have been a Bill Belichick quote, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when I asked mean, about the game, Belichick, oh, God. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know if he comes in Chargers and is nicer to the players, but obviously nobody wants to play for Bill Belichick. That's a famous thing. Everybody who's been through New England, like, this is the worst experience. So you're going to bring this lack of joy to the – it works in New England. It's great. Okay, But, but bring that it, to the Chargers? Does it oh. get results? Yes. And two – it Somebody, gets results, uh, let's face it, it gets results when Tom Brady's the quarterback. Well, and that's another thing for Belichick, why I think it would be appealing to him. He's seen what life is like without a quarterback. It stinks. So now you go someplace with Justin Herbert, maybe things do get a little sunnier. Um, do we want to hear from Brandon Staley? 
Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, yes. EJ does. You want to hear from Dead Man Walking? Let's let's hear Brandon Staley on the effort of his players last night. The effort of your players? Oh, I don't question the effort of our guys. Oh. Why not? <laughs> uh, I, I know those guys. I've been with most of them three years, and I know them inside and out. I'm with them every single day. So this is just a really bad game in the NFL where nothing goes right, everything goes wrong, and, um, you know, it's the tough side of things. No, I think the team was basically at the craps table up until kickoff is probably what I would say. (laughs) And if you know these guys so well, then you should know what buttons to push to keep them engaged even in a lost season. Like, this could have been a rallying point. Hey, Justin Herbert's out. We need to show that we're not just a one-man show. Oh, how'd that turn out? Talk about coaching. Talk about coaching cliches. Uh, I know these guys real well. Well, did you know going into the game you're going to be down forty-two nothing at halftime? <laughs> uh, what else do we want to hear from Brandon Staley? EJ wants to hear more from Staley. Do you want to hear? Um, he was asked if he expects to speak with ownership after this bad loss. Do you expect to have a conversation with ownership at some point in the next twenty-four hours? I always have conversations twenty-four hours after the game with the, with the owners. I'm sure those are pleasant. I wonder if there's a, gu- there's a gu- guillotine at this one when he yeah. shows up. I mean, listen, at this point, if they do fire him, it's window dressing. But sometimes you got to do that stuff, you know, because if we always hear guys say the standard is the standard. And, like, it's the final score is one thing. Again, we saw a team lose 70 to 50 to 20 earlier this year, and it was embarrassing. But guys quit. Like, that's a different, that's a different level. But this feels so irrelevant, though, right? A, a team full of backups in the, you know, in – L.A. kind of out there in the West playing these meaningless games against another meaningless team, the Raiders. I, I'm not sure how impactful. The Chargers could easily sneak through this with Brandon Staley and have no one notice. I mean, right, because it's Easton Stick and quarterback. They're obviously playing out the string. I'm not sure I get the benefit of firing Staley or, or keeping him. Does it make any difference a big picture? I Well, I don't know about big. I, I think it does because I think it sends a message this isn't going to be tolerated, you know, that because – you want to send the message to players like, hey, you still got to try, everybody. I know that the season is over. You're not going to make the playoffs, but like that doesn't mean you mail it in. You well, have to have a little pride in how you play. I assume most of these guys are gone, too. I, I can't imagine. Eckler's definitely not coming back. I can't imagine Keenan Allen's just going to keep doing this. I'm, I I mean, how many of these guys, Khalil Mack is definitely going to stay there. Are you sure they don't just rip up this? Whoever we saw on the field last night. I hope they're not there next year. That's actually what I want to ask you guys. Yeah. So if you're Dean Spanos this morning, what is the more pressing issue to you? I have to get a head coach that's going to really change the culture or I have to change the roster to really elevate the talents of Justin Herbert. That's, to me, I, that's, that's the main question. Yeah, to me, I disagree with everyone. I disagree with everyone. I think this roster is more flawed. It's not this, you know, they have a lot of older, expensive players. The cap hits on the old guys is huge next year. At some point, you're going to have to rip the Band-Aid and rebuild a little bit. See, you're already paying Justin Herbert now. So you didn't maximize the rookie deal. So now you've got to get, like, you might not just be able to totally overhaul. You might be married to some of these guys. And so for that reason, coach, coach, coach. And I think a different coach means a totally different outlook. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. We get it started with what was a blowout last night, but doesn't mean it wasn't interesting and didn't have implications. Coming up, we do have some major news on the college football front.
We do all of it next. It's Maggie Perloff, CB. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. I have exciting news for you, Maggie. And for me as an Eagles fan and as you as a Bills fan, Justin Herbert has already been paid, right? Yeah. He's the fifth highest cap hit next year for the Chargers, which means everyone above him will be on the open market and we can add them to our rosters. Khalil Mack, $38 million next year. Yes, I'll take him. Joey Bosa, $36 million. Line him up next to Fletcher Cox. I like it. Keenan Allen, $33 million. And then Derwin James, $20 million. He would fix the Eagles' defense in two <laughs> seconds. Off. So this the whole, whole Chargers roster. isn't dedicated to try to, making the, to try to make the Eagles better, okay? You got to let that go. You don't need to be an accountant to know that this Chargers roster is not coming back next year. Well, so whoever gets his team, you cannot continue to pay this geriatric crew. So <laughs> I, I, I like all these players now. I'm telling you, this, this is a much more complicated coaching situation because the roster is flawed as is, and they can't keep paying these guys forever. Listen, I Khalil Mack, like, I, I think you keep him, of course, Bosa, because he's your draft pick. Like, I'm not giving up on Eric Kendricks. I'm not giving up on Sebastian Joseph Day. Eric Kendricks, I remember... I was in college with Eric Kendrick. He was I mean, out there making plays last night. <laughs> yeah, he Asante- looked good with that long hair, but I'm like, and did you say to yourself, oh, wow, Eric Kendrick is still in the Listen, NFL? Asante Samuel Jr. is somebody who you can build around on defense. I, I like, yeah, I like him. It's like, I, I mean, is, there's talent here. Like, and by the way, Perloff said in the last segment was we're talking about whether the Chargers uh, can be fixed with good coaching or whether it's just a total wrap on uh, and they can't be fixed because it's rotten to the core. 
And Perloff, meanwhile, says that the roster is rotten to the core, yet he'd like all these people to come play for his own team. <laughs> See, intellectually yeah. dishonest. This is no, about no, but Belichick you have, and you, Harbaugh coming in and changing everything from the top down. You can risk one older injury-prone player who's expensive. You can't have a whole team of injury-prone older guys. It just does not work. And, yes, I would like all these. And you notice I didn't say I wanted Keenan Allen because, I mean— well, Keenan Allen, how, what is he ever going to – he's amazing, but he's got to hit a wall at some point. Cleo Mack, the Bills already have Von Miller, which is basically Cleo Mack, so you're going to get him at 35. I'm not looking at the Chargers trying to go shopping for my team. I'm looking at the Chargers and saying, if you just bring in somebody with an ide- identity, that they can actually be good. But I don't know if you guys knew this, but there's a celebrity in our midst today. Who? Ooh. Not Benny the Butcher? No, Benny the Butcher yesterday was amazing. That was cool. He's, talk about number one Bills fan, but beyond that, like Grammy-nominated recording artist and, and hip-hop star. By the way. That's that's someone who the kids say have the has the riz. The fact that <laughs> EJ sent us a text saying we're in the hip-hop blogs. Oh, I know. <laughs> I was laughing pretty hard at that. We went from the pro wrestling blogs to the hip-hop blogs. What do we hit next? Maggie and Perloff, we did it. Honestly, yeah. I feel like we're on top of the world. The fact that we're making waves in the hip-hop community and just wait. Waves. And, <laughs> well, listen, we're a big deal now. And then just wait until, so Ja Morant is speaking today, and he's going to come back, and we asked Benny the Butcher about Ja because Benny had lived this sort of street life that Ja was kind of yeah. trying to emulate on Instagram, and he gave this amazing answer. I mean, thoughtful, to the point, like, solid advice for Ja Morant as someone who's lived this before, and uh, that's going to come back around, too. Absolutely. And uh, and he was excellent. But we have a celebrity in our midst. And he might not be like your household name right now on this show for sure, but across the country, but just wait 24 hours because Peter Schwartz, who's joining us today to do updates, is about to take a star turn that not many would ever see coming. Wow. Can I explain why? Sure. You got a big night tonight. I do have a big night tonight. (laughs) So you're coming in pinch hitting in in a last minute. and We appreciate that so much. You better get a nap today, sir, because you got to be 100% fresh for later tonight. They're doing this uh, thing in the New York area, and Peter, you have agreed, and I don't know, was this a hostage situation? I don't know how you agreed to this. Maybe you lost a bet. Peter is going to be on stage later tonight, maybe wearing a wrestling singlet. No, that's not happening. Okay, that put, part, put, a, that, put that, a bookmark in that. That part of it's not happening. And then getting your body <laughs> completely covered with marshmallow fluff. That's correct. By people with two massive spatulas or something like that. That's correct. For Boomer and Geo Live. Yeah. How much marshmallow fluff do they have? Vats. I understand they bought a significant amount. Of it. <laughs> this isn't a couple Probably jars the, here. A, Peter, a, a, a significant amount of ranch dressing that they had a few months ago when yeah. they did the first Boomer and Geo Live. Yes, and uh, Jets general manager Joe Douglas poured it on your head. Yeah, with Geo. That it, was pretty cool. That was cool, but I'm I'm telling you, that got you some notoriety. This marshmallow thing, because of the season, like the ranch was kind of random. Holiday season, they're making you a marshmallow fluff snowman. Right, Schwartzy the snowman. You're about to take off, my friend. Like, yeah. I hope you're ready for this kind of stardom. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. In fact, I was <laughs> uh, a little trepidation at first, but I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? It's for fun. People you know, are going to come and want to yeah. be entertained. And we had fun with the ranch dressing thing last time. And you I don't know if you know the backstory to that. that. No, no idea. Had, my family and I were in a restaurant. The waitress accidentally spilled ranch dressing on me when she was delivering the food. Oof. And it was a whole thing. I complained about it on Twitter. 
and that was the ranch dressing ah. episode at the last Boomer Geo Live. Yeah. So this time, there really was nothing like that that happened in my life, so they were trying to come up with something interesting that was holiday and was festive, and like Schwartzy the Snowman. I so, like it. Yeah, so the ranch dressing earned my family and I coaches club tickets for the Jets-Dolphins game on Black Friday. It was fantastic. Wow. We sat in the first row. Except for food. the outcome. Well, I knew that was the game <laughs> yeah. going there in. Was I, wasn't interception. Yeah. I wasn't expecting. I wasn't. That was fine. I was just feeding my face like but, you've never seen before. <laughs> but just that was it, was, it was a great experience to sit that close and um, and experience the game like that and a huge tailgate party. Is Tyreek that fast close up? Yeah. Wait, let me ask a question, Peter. You sold out a poor waitstaff person for spilling branch dressing on you? I'm sure it was an accident. Well, it was oh, no, it wasn't about her. It was then we we had said something to the manager about it, and the manager insulted us. And that's when we walked out of the restaurant, and wow. I got really pissed off and went to Twitter. And it turned out the next morning I was on with Boomer and Geo doing yeah. updates, and the whole thing exploded to the point where the, the restaurant CEO called me to wow. apologize about it. Wow. So, but then, like, gracious. the whole thing escalated on Twitter and on the show. <laughs> so then they came up with this, you know, Hidden Valley Listen, Schwartz thing. I think that this is inspired. I mean, I can't wait for the photos and, like... Oh, there'll be photos and videos. Best of luck. Uh, I don't know. It take, This takes a, no skill whatsoever on your part. But, like, no, this is amazing No, just a few moments of people Un- laughing and cheering and A little whatever. uncomfortable, I imagine. And there is a payoff with this as well. What do you get this time? Uh, Yankees legend seats for a game next season. Oh, nice. That is awesome. You think you eat well at the Jets game. Yeah. I've gotten I've the privilege sat. of sitting in those Yankees legend seats. First of all, it's like going to the best, most expensive wedding you've ever yeah. been to. And we're getting eight of them. So it's the four of us. Wow. And we will have a Schwartz family lottery to determine who the other four Jeez. people are oh, wow. that are it's going with games us. over there. Yeah, yeah. how do I get on this? We've is already it, is had fr- inquiries when they heard about this. Is it going like, to be a frozen envelope is, situation? Are you trying to avoid is, a certain uh, uncle anybody, or a certain brother? Are the other tickets accounted for yet? I mean, you know, the, what yeah. game? I'm like, Wait, what? I'm telling you, this is what it's like to be famous. Now, all of a sudden, you got family members coming out of the yeah. woodwork. They're oh, asking yeah. you for stuff. I'm telling you, this is your your star turn is happening. What what season is it going to be? What month? Is it in the summer or is it going to be oh, early? Oh, we don't know. It's a, a game to be determined. Yeah, I was going to wonder, is it is it going to be July when you realize that Juan Soto was a terrible idea? Or is it going to be May <laughs> oh, where there's still f- hope? I was not a big fan of the Juan okay. Soto. Okay, I'm just yeah. i curious about what part of the Yankees implosion <laughs> you're going to get to witness. Uh, uh, listen, at that point, again, just like going into the Jet game two weeks ago, doesn't really the game <laughs> itself doesn't really matter. It is going to be the, the experience, the, the experience of sitting up close like that, especially for my kids. Yeah, like and they're spoiled because they've gotten to do so many. Uh, uh, you know this. Yes. Like we we get certain perks in this business, and there's no question about <laughs> it. No, Perloff wouldn't know what you're talking about. His foot doctor gives him courtside seats <laughs> to the Knicks. He my, has no idea what you're talking my about. My <laughs> kids, my kids have been spoiled with a lot of the things they've been able to do. So this will just be That's another cool. thing that I'll be able to give them. It's I got to say, in the chat, YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, Twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio, Rudog says, free Jets tickets sounds like a punishment. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> the jokes write themselves. Uh, Peter, you have headlines for I us. I sure do. And let's begin with Thursday night football and a record-setting offensive explosion by the Raiders. On second and goal from the four, O'Connell will swing it to Myers. Myers will throw again into the end zone. It's caught Devontae Adams with the touchdown. Jacoby Myers' second pass of the night and his third career touchdown pass. And the Raiders have a 48-0 lead. That was Kevin Kugler on Westwood 1. The Raiders pound the Chargers 63-21. Head coach Antonio Pierce looked on at his team, set a single-game franchise scoring record. Well, we knew it at halftime what the record was. 
Um, I was made aware of it, and um, we were going to be aggressive regardless what the score was. If we only had 21 or 10, we were going to be aggressive. That was our mindset. I talked to our team about it last week, playing better in the second half. I thought we did. This one was playing, you know, full second half and not letting off on the gas pedal, and, and you know, hats off to them because that was their mindset. In other words, they were just going to put the pedal to the metal and keep scoring last night. <laughs> that was the plan. They led 42-0 at halftime. Aiden O'Connell threw four touchdown passes, said it was a team effort offensively. It was a great job by, by everybody involved, especially the offensive line. They, you know, fought their butts off. Again, They we score points like that. They're not the ones scoring touchdowns. They're just doing the dirty work. So um, super proud. We had obviously some new guys in there as well. Um, so re- really, you know, they, they really led the way tonight. It's a lot easier to do that when you have a nine-yard field ahead of you yeah, all game long because of Chargers. They basically, we're just turning it over like at the goal yeah, line. So like the average, like cashing in. Yeah, every drive started the eight-yard line. <laughs> it was the most points the Chargers had ever given up in a franchise history. In a game, head coach Brandon Staley said absolutely nothing worked. We just didn't have a good game tonight. We didn't have it uh, from the beginning to the end. Uh, just one of those games where nothing went right for us. And... Um, you know, we got a good group of guys, but it was just one of those games where all three phases, you know, the worst thing happened to us tonight. How about all season? You know, I think yeah. Brandon Staley is a big blackjack player. He says he uh, he once gave an interview. He said he goes to Vegas once a year and basically sits at a blackjack table for 48 hours straight. Nice. As some kind of, like, gift to himself or some kind of guy's weekend or something. Uh, that could probably start right now. Yeah. I'm surprised they let him back on the plane back to San Diego. If there's any place, LA. Yeah. If there's any place Sorry. you'd want to be fired, I mean, Vegas is the place, right? I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are you Cleveland. allowed to fire a coach mid-game? Because I think that's, that, <laughs> should, that should be on the table for Staley yeah. last night. I thought so too. Well, here's the thing: if okay, I'm the Chargers, if I'm the Chargers, I my philosophy: just let it ride and fire him on Black Monday when everybody else gets fired, and don't oh, worry. Hide it. Let hide it. Like, the rest why, of the season. why do you really want? Even though it's Friday, they could fire him today. But why do you want that headline? Who even cares at this point? It's not like they're playing for anything. To be honest, is it even that big of a headline? It feels like just a matter of when, not if. You're, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Now to baseball: the Dodgers formally introduced Shohei Otani at a press conference at Dodger Stadium. Otani, through an interpreter, said he's happy to be wearing Dodger blue. To play here and believe in me as a baseball player, and especially uh, these five guys that I'm about to mention, um, such with Mark Walter, Andrew Friedman, Stan Kasten, Brandon Gomes, and Dave Roberts. Otani agrees to a 10-year deal worth $700 million, and the Dodgers not done yet. They have reportedly agreed to acquire pitcher Tyler Glasnow from the Rays, the deal contingent on Glasnow agreeing to a contract extension, and both parties said to be hopeful they can get that done by today. Yeah, I mean, and you're already seeing the fruits of the deferred contract <sighs> with Tyler Glasnow, who probably will go to the Dodgers, and I know they have bad injury history, too, with their pitchers, but watch, he'll pitch 220 innings this year or something like that. Like, this is crazy. And if they get Yamamoto, I mean... Come on. Like, uh, why are we not a little more outraged about this? Like, good for you, Dodger fans. You guys skirted the system. But Andrew Friedman, their GM president, whoever, said yesterday, they asked about the deferred money. He goes, I would have never even thought about this. Like, I it, I couldn't have even fathomed that this would be the case. And it was mm. Otani's people who brought it to him. And that might be complete BS. But, like, if the GM doesn't even think this is, cool, like, a possibility, why are we as fans okay with it? I, I just wonder how other teams are not going to try to convince – Major League Baseball to look into this and say this this is not right. This is circumventing. I don't know what the they do games. now, but, but yeah, it feels Do- like a violation. The Dodgers have been the evil empire now for four, like seven or eight years, and nobody seems to care when the Dodgers <laughs> do it. Boy, they're all mad at the Yankees. I yeah, mean, they were all 
pitched all those years that the Yankees were doing it. Look at the pitching staff last five years. They've had multiple Cy Youngers on the staff Several times. I, I don't know, even know. Guys it's don't any make different. it to the end of the season. I know, but they they basically Kershaw is disappointing in the postseason. But it's not like they haven't had more talent than everybody for what is it five six years well, now. They've yeah. won ten out of the last eleven AOS titles, but they have won one championship. Asterix World Series. No, I know. That's why I'm saying I don't think we get so upset about this because everyone thinks, oh, the Dodgers are always the most talented team, but it doesn't always translate. It's not like it's not like the Dodgers are now going to win the World Series because of this. No, that's why the evil empire was the Yankees because they actually, you know, finished the job. Right. Now, I, I wonder, I think that's why we don't look at them like the evil empire because this is evil empire behavior, isn't it? I mean, what Definitely. they're doing. I think this makes the I, Dodgers way unlikable. I also think there's like... Way more anti New York animus than anti LA totally. animus. That yeah. has something to do with it as well. Yeah, and I mean, the, I get it. Everyone knows the fans come in the third inning. It's not. It's not the same intensity. But anyway, I think I can't wait. I love watching the Dodgers collect <laughs> all this talent. It's cracking me up because I'd much rather have that than the Mets or the Yankees. Oh, it's going to be awesome when they lose. <laughs> well, the Yankees will get Yamamoto the and they'll round. shut the Dodgers up. Well, yeah. Wait, what's that? The Yankees will get Yamamoto and they'll shut the Dodgers up. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sure that'll work out. <laughs> Now to the NBA, and we'll start in Los Angeles. Clippers ripping around the horn. Harden deep on the right side. Step back. Threes in the air. Buckets. James Harden from downtown. He's got 28, and the Clippers lead 106-102. Harden is hot. That was Carlo Jimenez on Clippers Radio. The Clippers beat the Warriors 121-113. Six straight wins now for the Clips. James Harden, 28 points, 15 assists. And seven rebounds. So predictable. So predictable. (laughs) James Harden, can I just tell everyone how this is going to go? Because we've all seen this movie before. He's going to try super hard to try to make the all-star game, right? To try to, like, shove it back in the 76ers face and Daryl Morey's face. And then the same thing is going to happen. Like, it's he's going to be a me-first guy in the second half of the season, and he's going to tank him in the playoffs. He's going to disappear. Absolutely disappear. He might have one or two good games, but he'll definitely... Cost him a game seven. That's remember he had two forty point games for the yeah. Sixers. Then game seven couldn't hit the ocean. That's more his thing. As for the Warriors, head coach Steve Kerr discussing the Draymond Green indefinite suspension. I think the uh, suspension makes sense. Um, you know, to me, this is um, about more than basketball. It's um, uh, it's about helping Draymond. I think it's an opportunity for Draymond uh, to step away. And um, to make a change um, in in his approach, in his life. Um, and that's not an easy thing to do. And if I was Draymond, I'd be really ups- I'd be mad about this turn from the Warriors. It's like, you were fine with me being this way. You loved me being this way. You said my edge was the reason. We're- you looked at me to be the like uh, emotional compass of the team. You paid me over and over again. You basically said all this is fine, and now all of a sudden, like now you guys are saying I've got the problem. Like this, this is feels very disingenuous in the Warriors. I mean, Steve Kerr defended Draymond Green choking Rudy Gobert initially. He was like, "Oh well, it was a headlock, EJ." <laughs> oh yes, uh, quote unquote headlock. Yeah. He was like, "Oh well, Rudy Gobert had his ne- arm around Clay's neck, so Draymond Green had to defend him." And now he's like, "We really he's need got to a get problem. we gotta get Draymond Green some help." I you know, know, guys, this is serious. It's like now mm-hmm. it's been serious for like the last I don't know six years, and you guys did nothing about it. But they're such not BS. But now they're not good. And they know they're not winning anything with Draymond, so they're like, "What's the, now? Yeah. We can call him out." But they they tried to bench him during the championship run too. Like Draymond's been a little wobbly there, right? I mean, Draymond is not the Draymond from if he was still good, would we be having this? No, discussion? and that's why it's disingenuous yeah. because yeah. they they didn't want to help him 
like when he clearly still had issues, at, but he was helping them win. Now he's not. So it's like, well, now we've got to punch oh, out course. the pasture. It's so it's like it's like a music manager who gets everything out of their star, even though they know they're like abusing drugs or something that leaves them on the side of the road. And it's particularly clownish because they just gave him a huge contract. Like yeah, they could have right. let him walk right out the door or traded him last mid trade deadline for some assets and said now they're stuck with him. And Kerr uh, doubled down, saying five games would not have been enough. That's not something you say, okay, we're going to do five games, and then he's going to be fine, mm-hmm. right? Um, the league did that did five games after the incident with uh, Rudy. Um, that's not the answer, to, to pick a number. The answer is to, to help Draymond and give him the help he needs, give him an opportunity to make a change that will not only help him, help our team, um, but help him for the rest of his life. Oh, now we're worried about the rest of his <laughs> now life. They're worried about- <laughs> now we're worried about the rest of his life. Sure. I mean, the dude swung a hit, Yusuf Nurkic. Does he really need help for this? I mean, the <laughs> strangle, the, the stranglehold, maybe, but I don't think you need help because you. I do love this trend that everyone says he hits the foreign players. That is, his, <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. Nick Young. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw it. Swaggy I, P. It, it yep. was he was going after Stephen Adams. He was he does go after the foreign players. Sabonis. It is interesting. Yeah, but the foreign players are tough. That's an old stereotype that the foreign players are soft players. That's I'm not, not, that's not soft, true anymore. Not, I mean, they're not soft for taking this portion from Draymond. It's just that he's targeting them was the Yeah, take. right. I mean, Nurkic definitely flopped on that. There's no doubt in my mind. Wait, I mean, wait, he but, swung I mean, like wildly him in the head. I yeah, mean, but you don't have to flop I mean, too much for that. Nurkic goes down 97% of the time. That's a flop. I mean, you grow up flopping in Europe. So well, Now you do it here. And Sabonis is a flopper too, by the way. Didn't he have, didn't he have a thing with... Uh, with Dylan Brooks, yeah, him and Dylan Brooks, they're they're not they're not cool. Oh wait a minute, though, he called Dylan Brooks, Brooks from a Canada. Bum. He's a Canadian, uh, yeah, so he's also. I guess that and in fact, lies. His, <laughs> his dig with Dylan Brooks was like, "You're on Team Canada. You'll never win a gold medal. You'll never be Team USA." So he actually literally attacked Dylan Brooks for being Canadian. Man, Peter, thank you so much. You got it. And we'll see you next hour. Coming up again, massive news coming from college football. Did not see this one coming. We'll tell you what it is next. Maggie and Pearl off CBS Sports Radio. <laughs> All right, you can stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone all season long. You can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone restrictions apply. Carlos is on the board today for Maggie and Perloff and said we could pick any song old school uh, to bring back today. And since I'm on jury duty, I asked for a legal theme. And this is what he came up with. Because I certainly fought the system and got screwed pretty hard by well, four <laughs> weeks of grand jury duty. Going to be honest, the people you're deciding on probably have a little bit more at stake than you. But I do love that while Perloff is sitting there jury duty, you're like Googling like, uh, you know, yeah, will, I will we ever get rid of grand juries? <laughs> I'm making a movement. It's the biggest waste of time in my entire life. Everybody knows it. Everyone there knows it. It's just... A gigantic you said a fight almost broke out. Yeah, yesterday. people are so. Un- I can't get into any details, but people are so annoyed. There's no reason for this whole thing to exist. It's just a way to, you know, basically steal tax funds. The whole thing has to go away. I'm going to start. It's going to be one of my causes. I was going to say, are you running for office now? And just this is your platform. Although, if we didn't know that your black eye came from a basketball yeah. fracas, uh, then you could have said like. Yeah, the jury just got out of control. <laughs> yeah. Chaos. Punches were thrown. Elbows. I, I don't want to be that guy who uses my social media platform to get a judge fired, yeah. but I might be that <laughs> wow. guy. Not fired, but uh, uh, unelected. I don't know because th- I have a target. That's Whoa. all I will say. Wow. 
Look you out. guys have never wanted to do that? Just try and tweet to get somebody fired like Peter Schwartz did with that waitress who spilled ranch dressing on him? <laughs> no. I've been I've... trying with Tom Thibodeau for four years <laughs> yeah. and I got no luck. AJ, I don't think that one's going to work. Um, I mean, it is a New York City judge. The odds of them being not corrupt are minimal. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> comes with the territory. Yeah, I mean, this is Brooklyn. I mean, <laughs> the, like the, the, line, from, the line between the criminals and the people trying them is... Thin. That's all I will say. It's you th- like you think guy- he's corrupt? Think about the guy he beat in his election. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, the, the the guy from the Jaguars who embe- uh, oh, embezzled yeah. $22 million is looking at 30 years. That guy's like, well, maybe I'll have a second act as a New York City judge. Oh, my gosh. It's a, it's a she, by the way, and, oh, she's, she, and she's going down. <laughs> oh, wow. Off, I might run against her. I don't have a law degree or anything. <laughs> You're going to run against her just on principle? Promise I will not make you sit in jury duty for four and a half weeks. I know. And then when they tell you, you can't make that promise, you're like, oh, you can make any promise when you're running for something. That is true. Uh, okay. Big, big news uh, from college football. Perloff, you were not surprised by this. I was a little. Jalen Milrow has announced he is going back to Alabama. I thought after Anthony Richardson got drafted fourth overall, I'm like, all right, if you're not exactly like Mr. Accuracy, then and but you have like all these other skills, you can still be a high draft pick. I thought maybe that would entice him a little bit, but he's going back to Alabama and I think is the Heisman front runner yeah. going into the season. I mean, I think he probably would be looking at second or third round in this year's draft. So now he has a chance to really push out. He's he's much different than Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson, when he drops back and throws a pass, is a thing of beauty. Milrow is not that right no, now. No, His form he, needs a lot of work. The running is there. The like, running is definitely there. Yeah. I, the, here's my big question. How big is Jalen Milrow? We know he's jacked. There's yeah, no doubt about it. He looks it. big. He's listed at 6'2". So a listing at 6'2 usually means 6 feet. But I think he, he said he's taller than people think he is. So we'll see. I mean, this is Quarterback, the number one thing you look at is is height. The second thing is hand size. So I don't know about his NFL, <laughs> but do you really trust a favorite in the Heisman? Because usually it's hard to predict. Well, whoever the favorite is in January is usually does not win it. So you have a million guys next year. Yeah, it's. It, I believe that he would be the front runner. I mean, listen, we're coming off of, and I know Quinn Ewers is about to play in the college football playoff as well, yeah. but uh, and he's been very good. But we're coming off of, you know, Jalen Milrow, beating Georgia, keeping yeah. them out of the top four. Like, obviously, part of this is just like, are you, you know, how hot are you right now? But again, Quinn Ewers is also very hot. And I think Shador is where we yeah. are going to hear from Shador Sanders, I think, in next year's Heisman race. If, totally. If the Colorado really has fixed some of these offensive line problems, and again, I know they got a fancy hashtag and everything, but yeah. uh, protect two, right? But I, I think that we saw Shador's talent, so I do think he will be a part of this. And then we'll see about some of the other guys who decide to come I back. would tell you, right, if I could put money right now, Dylan Gabriel at Oregon, ooh, that is set up for yards. That's going to be great. Dan Lanning's a great coach. I think it's going to be one of the – first of all, he's 29 years old now. <laughs> Basically, he's older than Easton State. He's very experienced. I, that would be my pick. I think he's third in odds right now. One other thing that's working well for Milrow is he's got the – Alabama's got this really tough schedule next year, and so he's going to have a lot Dude. of opportunities to play well in big games. Now, that could be – there's two sides of that, right? Because right. you could have some losses, but you are playing uh, Georgia in September. You are playing Oklahoma. Yeah. You are obviously playing LSU. We know that, but some some oh, fun games. Let's not forget Georgia's Carson Beck coming back as well. But he has no weapons, Milrow. So he's got a great O line. I don't see this happening. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. We get a full transfer portal update later on in the show. But coming up, the more deserving MVP in the NFL. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.